0: Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by Sarah Price, editor, along with Lisa Marshall, co-host for the day. Thank you, Lisa, for joining me.
1: For the day. (laughs)
0: well i don't know (laughs) co-host for like the next 45 minutes or so
1: (laughs) all right okay i mean i'll take what i can get
0: we're being funny actually that ties into what we wanted to talk about today because you may have noticed last week when we ended the show there was some vagueness about where we were headed we kind of knew something was in the air and we want to let you know about it this is probably going to be our very last episode of steeping around
1: a moment of silence. I That's don't know. what that was.
0: Well, the thing is, is that we've done 107 shows. So this is like show number 108. That's like a little sacred number in Hindu mythology.
1: 107?
0: 108. Oh, hundred and eight. 108. Yeah, 108 is like really, really sacred. When you see prayer beads in India, there's 108 of them. In Ayurveda, they have these marma points, kind of like acupressure points, where they're like 54 on each side of the body. So there's like 108 of them. And in astronomy, like in the old days in India, they calculated that the distance between the earth and the sun is exactly 108 times the diameter of the sun. Oh, wow. And then the diameter of the sun is exactly 108 times the diameter of the earth. You do 108 salutations in yoga. And so it's like over and over and over again, it's found. So I'm like, maybe finishing the show on 108 seems appropriate in terms of the amount of material that we wanted to cover.
1: Well, I personally feel a whole lot better about it, knowing that.
0: Knowing that, right? Yeah. That the, 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 there was some sacredness to all yeah, of it. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's interesting because we first aired our show on July 7th, 2010. So it's been like three years, which I think is astounding. And I did the show by myself for a number of months, seven months, I believe. And then Terry came on as co-host. And I got to tell you, those first seven months were hard. Doing a show just by yourself in front of a a microphone with no one to bounce ideas off of. Yeah,
1: that would be hard. It was really hard. hard.
0: And, you know, Terry, when she first joined the show, she kind of struggled just a little bit behind the microphone, as anybody would, because if it's the first time you've done it, but she settled in beautifully, just was such a natural after a few weeks. And we did, I think, 88 straight shows, right? Yeah, we did 88 straight shows without a break every week. Wow. Which was astounding. Yeah. It was like one show after another, after another, after another. And then we took a break in February of 2012. I, re- I
1: remember that. I remember that happening.
0: I think it's just because I was tired after having done 88 shows in a row. I think we were beat. And at that point, Terry also decided that she wanted to move on. And then a few months later, we picked up the show once you came on and turned it into a every other week format because... There was no way I would do a show every week.
1: No, it's it's pretty time consuming.
0: It is time consuming and you fun,
1: know, but time consuming. That's at the for sure. Time.
0: And you know, it's been an absolute joy to have you on the show too. And I think it's kind of bittersweet that after all the months that we've been doing the show, and you've only been here, I think probably about twenty shows or so. I'll have to get the exact number. Yeah, later, yeah I don't but know. Nineteen shows.
1: Nineteen shows. Is that sacred somewhere? No, I, don't some know if, I don't know if 19 <laughs> shows are world. sacred, but I, I, think so. <laughs> I think it's funny.
0: I think it's funny that we, on it. we got that number from Silent Sarah. And that's one of the things that I want to do today. We tried to get Terry back in here, but she was working today at her other job, so she couldn't come in. But one person you have not heard from is Silent Sarah, and she's actually the reason the show is coming to an end. We'll want to dive into that and get more out of her. So stick around. We'll be right back here at Steeping Around.
2: Hi, my name is Roxanne, and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now, Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea, and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics, and I've put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks. With fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate, And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my pomegranate mojito tea, as well as recipes and mini tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute.
0: Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Actually, we're not talking about very much tea today. I think we're going to just talk about all things Steeping Around, because this is going to be our final episode, at least for the foreseeable future. The big reason why, well, there's been two constants to Steeping Around since we began this journey. One was myself as the host, and the other is Sarah Price as editor. And I think it's ironic, because Sarah, you'd never edit a show. And I had never hosted a show or had done a podcast. So it was sort of a lark for both of us to embark on this journey. And somehow, during the course of it, I think I did a fairly good job of being a decent host. And Sarah did an exceptional job of being an editor. Now, you've never really heard from Sarah except for the commercials that she's done. So today, I'm forcing her to get behind the mic and actually talk about the show. So I don't know, how to, how, I don't know even how to say welcome to the program because you're always here anyway. Are you, are you nervous?
3: I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not usually behind the microphone and I know that I'll be able to edit it, <laughs> so I'll sound okay, but um, I don't know what's <laughs> the That's okay. I wouldn't worry
0: <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it too much. So you know what? I will ask the questions then because okay. then you can just pretend like this isn't like an interview that I do with everybody else. I want to know what's it like to have gone from not knowing anything about audio editing to actually going through all of the processes to go from where we started to today, where I think the show has gone up in terms of quality and in terms of... In Definitely. Terms of yeah. So how was how that for you in terms of an experience?
3: It was really fun, actually. And I know a lot of people in the music industry, so it's nice to be able to understand some of the concepts that they're talking about sometimes. I was listening last night in preparation for this show to the very first episode of Steeping Around ever done, and I've heard you, Manish, talking about how it was a struggle for you, but it was a struggle for me as well, and listening to it last night, more than listening to you stumble, I was listening to my stumbles as an editor. There were so many things that I thought, oh my gosh, I would have cut that out, (laughs) but... I didn't know I was really new to it and now editing's sort of like puzzle working except you're not really sure how the puzzle's supposed to turn out and it's really fun.
0: Yeah, no, it's been impressive because I remember that first show and my god how I struggled what a painful show that was. I can't even listen to it. I just And it was
3: like... 42 minutes long. I know and I this is and this is
0: before the producers at the time Food Radio Network told me no, you really want to keep the show down to about 18 or 20 minutes. And I go, well, why didn't you tell me that before I started? Yeah. but Because I was like going on and on and on about nothing yeah. and drolling. So I'm, I'm really glad that they shortened me up because I'm like, man, I can't was do this.
3: The guy that Manish is talking about, that's Jim. And he was the one right. who asked for Manish to start hosting a radio show in the first place. And right. uh, I remember Jim would coach... Manish and Terry for an hour every single week.
0: Yeah, and and it was good coaching, and I and I really appreciate the guidance that he gave. And he was very very direct and really improved the quality of the show from where we started. And getting us sort of thinking about the grand scheme of how we talked about things and connecting the dots. And so I think that that early coaching was very helpful, certainly for me, and then ultimately for Terry as well. Yeah,
3: and for me, he would give me little tips as far as editing and timing things like that.
0: Yeah, we did learn a lot. So I think I want to segue and ask. Both of you, but we'll start with you, Sarah, because you're on the mic right now. As far as what was your favorite show out of the 107 that we've done, what's your favorite?
3: There's a lot of favorites. I've got so many. But as an editor, I mean... It's not a very social position. When you're editing the show, you've got headphones in, you're not talking to anybody, you're staring at little green lines on a computer screen. And lately I've been doing it mostly from the office, but back in the day I would do it remotely. So I would do it from home or at coffee shops. I edited a show on an airline one time. and sometimes you or terry or you lisa would just say something outrageously funny and i would just be laughing and nobody around me would know what i'm laughing about because i'm sitting there quiet for hours with headphones on and all of a sudden i'm busting up by myself and one of those moments was in show number 43 it was called laid back lemon balm and there was something in that show that terry said that just had me rolling and we'll listen to that clip now
0: lemon balm blends unbelievably well with a lot of other herbals one thing that's been suggested although we've never tried it is to blend it with black tea that it actually kind of helps bring out some of the citrus notes of black tea so
1: i guess you'd have kind of an upper and a downer mixed all together in one tea quite a cocktail Like a hippie speedball it should
0: be an interesting (laughs) cocktail indeed we may have to try that this upcoming week Ah, uh, those famous words, hippie speedball.
3: I couldn't believe that she said that on the air. I was dying laughing. I think Terry thought that I was going to pull that out, but I couldn't bring myself to do it.
0: And actually, we've pulled out a lot. There's probably a lot of stuff that we left on the cutting floor that it was mm-hmm. really, really hilarious. Yeah. But, it, you know, it wouldn't fit with the overall show. Although I think we've been pretty funny on most shows, but there has been a lot of stuff that... Maybe it was um, a little inappropriate or out of context, just because that's just the way kind of my crazy mind works.
3: Yeah, but I had the the benefit of being able to choose what I wanted to leave in, and I really appreciated you guys being inappropriate sometimes. I tried to leave as much of that in as possible.
0: I've definitely seen where you were editing the show and would bust out laughing in the middle Uh, of it because it'd be quiet in the office and all of a sudden you would go off. It's pretty great. (laughs) All right, so on to you, Lisa. This will be your 20th show. So you've done 19. It hasn't been that long, but still do you have a favorite amongst the mix?
1: You know, most of the ones where I was able to really get some practical information and actually use it in my own life are the ones that I like the best. Like, I love the holiday one because of the chai nog, which I actually made for everyone. That was good. It was good. It was delicious. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't tried it, people, serious. Chai nog. Yeah, chai nog. It is the bomb. And, well, of course, I absolutely, I don't know. I just had a great time doing the Bleeper and Bellini episode.
0: Uh, It was so annoying.
1: Well, you know, it was a little frightening for me to realize that even though I've only done a few shows in comparison to you, how many bloopers I actually had.
0: Yes, you have a lot of bloopers, but they were very funny. Your yeah, bloopers, some of them
1: were very funny. Your bloopers out, are hilarious. You know, and and it was just a lot of fun doing it that day. And of course, we had the Bellinis, and
0: everybody so, got a little yeah. sauce, and
1: I got to blow the horn, and and yeah, yeah, so it was just it was really it was just a really fun day, and I just remember having a really good time.
0: That horn blowing was. Absolutely annoying beyond.
1: Which I I know that it was. Oh, it drove me. I I even liked it a little bit more. It was crazy. It was a great idea of Sarah's. It was fun.
0: So speaking of annoying, I think Sarah's actually pulled a clip from that Bloopers and Bellinis show. Let's take a listen. We are talking all things tea, celebrating in studio with co-host Lisa Durfus.
1: That wasn't too obnoxious for anyone.
0: Maybe just for me. I'm easily obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say?
1: Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: So for our 101st show, we have decked out the studio. You'll probably see pictures on Facebook and on the website. Don't be scared. And we are having... What are they called? Maribel, no. Bellini's. Oh, Bellini's, which I'd never had before. So there's both champagne as well as some peach nectar in the office. So everybody's in a very festive mood.
1: Absolutely festive. Shall I blow the horn again? No, let's let's not. Let's not. All right, then.
0: I think that show is really worth listening to because I prevented you from blowing that horn at the very beginning. But then the rest of the show, it was constant It was hilarious, the blooper after blooper. And then the more... Oh, don't do it.
1: Oh,
0: Oh, for God's sake! Sarah's handing me the horn. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) She pulled them out. one last time. She saved them because she knew how annoying it was for me.
1: And you almost didn't let us use them.
0: You know, I'm I'm almost regretting that I didn't.
1: (laughs) No, it turned out to be actually really great to incorporate them in.
0: I think we also had a really good time doing those video shows oh, with Romero Scavo. That. Being in studio, that was so fun. And oh, cooking yes. and you know, getting involved there. Well,
1: just watching him work. I mean, he's truly a professional. And just seeing him do it, it was just, I, I don't know. I and really then, enjoyed it. And then
0: being there hands-on, like actually chopping and dicing yeah. and, and doing all of that. And it's so different than us being behind a microphone. And that was spectacular as well. So. And, of
1: course, the Mayatini That was great. you can still get the recipe. And I encourage you, if you haven't done it you're missing out because it is very good
0: it's a delicious drink it is well when we get back we're going to continue this conversation about favorite shows i haven't told you what my favorite show is and then what about what's next where are we all headed well we'll talk about that just a little bit so stay where you're at we'll be right back here at steeping around
4: This is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson farmers markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of Yerba Mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, Yerba Mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking Yerba Mate for years now, and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, and the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmer's Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, Yerba Mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest Yerba Mate, visit us at mayatea.com. And don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much.
0: at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things Steeping Around. We're not talking about tea today. Reminiscing about our shows as this appears to be our final episode. Why is it our final episode? Well, Miss Sarah Price is actually moving on. She is leaving the Maya Tea Company and leaving the show to pursue her passion to be a teacher. Oh,
1: Sarah! That is so great. It's so going to be wonderful.
0: She's going to be a great teacher. She's very patient and she's very kind. So I think she will make a great teacher. I think also given the fact that we had kind of, we're starting to go for, for topics that were, I don't want to say out there, but they were kind of different. We were going to do a show on tea and dogs. That's kind of one of the things I'm going to regret we didn't get to that because between your dog business, you had a, you had a little personal connection with that. Also, I wanted to do a series of shows on tea and spirituality with Lasha Tizer. She's a local author, but our schedule's never quite connected. And she actually was the one who goes, well, maybe it's just time. Really? Yeah. Because of her spirituality, she goes, well, we never got the shows done, but maybe it's just time. It was a very cool conversation that I had with Lasha. Yeah, that's
1: interesting when you have those kind of conversations and you take away a little bit more from it than...
0: You'd originally started. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. She came by and we had a chat. And so that was good. Now, as we're talking about our favorite shows, which we did in the last segment, we haven't covered my favorite show, and I had a lot of them. There was a time frame from when I left for India last year, so that would be like in December of 2011, until we sort of finished out the show for our first break in February of 2012. And we were on a run there of shows that I got to tell you, I really, really liked. We had interviews at that time with joy from Royal Tea of kenya we had an interview with eva lee from tea hawaii who by the way i saw just a few days ago and had a great conversation there we talked to david Tavares, who's got goriana tea and so we had this run of shows where we got to talk to really interesting people who were in the tea business from when we visited the world tea expo and then there was that series of shows that terry did where she interviewed me so that she could do them while i was in india And that was so nice to hear because it was me talking, but it wasn't me hosting. It was me being interviewed by Terry, which was really fun.
1: I don't know why, but I think that's kind of funny that you would pick that one you know favorite.
0: It's not that it was a favorite. It was, it was that, it was that so run different. of shows. It was so different. And I have to tell you, it was more about the way Terry approached it. Yeah. Like to see her doing it that way. Yeah. And then sort of put me on the spot.
1: Yeah, that's good, though. It was
0: really cool. And this is the backstory that isn't obvious. Even though we had been friends for so long and known each other so well, she had learned a few things about me that we had never covered
1: but then she did a good job
0: she did a real good yeah. job so that was part of it being able to talk about something and have it pulled out of you as opposed to you presenting it right it well the very, tables very were cool. turned the and tables were turned
1: that's a very interesting thing
0: that's right it was very fun And then when we got back, we started on a run of shows about tea elixirs and parties. And we did shows on tea and alcohol. And Terry made some alcohols. And we did Mother's Sweet Tea Vodka. And those were really, really fun shows. So that time was really festive. And it was really fun. And there was a lot of change in the air. So I really like that set of shows. But one particular show that stands out in my mind was one that I did with Terry where we talked about catnip. Now, occasionally, very rarely, but once in a great while, if Terry was tied up, I would take the recording equipment over to Terry's home. And Terry also has cats, and I'm allergic to cats, so already I'm uncomfortable. And then we drank the catnip, and it had a rather profound effect on me and my speech. Take a listen. There may be a slight bias Towards catnip, because I happen to be very allergic to cats.
1: Don't hate the cats for your allergies. I don't hate the cats.
0: <laughs> but when I come to your house, because you have two beautiful kitties. They do. And the one knows that I'm allergic. I think they do know. Yes, and looks over and goes... You, you are allergic to me. I'm going to come over. Uh,
1: I think so. <laughs> and mess with you.
0: That's happened to me virtually every home I go to when there's a See, cat. See,
1: if you walked in the house and said, "Come here, kitty," they would avoid you like the plague.
0: I'll try that next time. I, th- I promise I you. you I, anything to avoid the allergies. <laughs> Nonetheless, we got a wonderful email from a listener, and this listener actually requested that we do a show on catnip tea. And our
1: email goes like this. Hey Manish, love your show. You are Mr. T. (laughs) So I'm coming to you with this request. Have you tried catnip tea? I've heard about it, and it seems to have some medicinal values. I sure would like to hear your take on catnip tea. I think you and Terry should drink some and see what happens. Maybe do a show while high on catnip tea. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. All the best, (laughs) Eileen.
0: We have been drinking catnip tea, allergic to cats, but not allergic to catnip tea. And so we did get some in. We cupped it. We tried it. And, of course, we're going to talk about the effect that catnip tea had on both terry and i are we really high at the moment no not yet maybe a little maybe i don't know and we'll also (laughs) talk a little bit about what happened when terry took the catnip tea home to her cats very funny story so that was basically the intro to that show show number 49 if you go back through our archives at steepinground.com and if you type in catnip it'll pop up but later on in the show, you can actually pick up that I am starting to, like, lose it.
1: Are you, like, slurring your words not, and stuff? Not, like, drunk,
0: but I get so slow, and I'm struggling to, like, find words. And, you know, I actually have to work harder to keep my pace down, because I would tend to talk really fast, and then if I could just go fly through all the words if I could. Yeah. And I was like, hey, catnip. Yum It was bad And you can actually (laughs) I'm gonna have
1: to go back And listen to that one What was it 49
0: Show number 49 You can actually hear The cadence go down And when Terry and I Finished the show I was like What the hell Was that all about I didn't
1: even know There was such a thing As catnip tea I
0: didn't either And the story about her cats With the catnip tea Hilarious So it's worth listening to Okay so what is the future for all of us? I guess we know that Sarah's future is that she's going to try her hand at teaching. And I know for Lisa, you are still going to be around helping us with the farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then selling your dog treats and expanding your business. Yes. Also, hopefully doing more with coffee shops and doing more yeah. baking for them. I think People that's food. People food. <laughs> uh, Lisa's an astounding baker. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do what we can to get you into more coffee shops because we have lots of them as our clients. And then for me, well, you know, taking a break from steeping around sounds like a pretty great thing. In these last three years, I think people would be astounded to know how much the MIT company has grown. We've gotten busier and busier and busier. More calls for me to go do teaching and to do seminars and so forth. That's so,
1: wonderful. Yeah,
0: so we're going to get to do that. Our staff, I think, in that time has grown from, I think we were at six back in those days, and now we're 12 and so we've grown quite a bit here. We've almost doubled in size in terms of staff and in terms of locations. We built a new building. And there's just a lot of great things going on. And I think that's going to continue of course, if you want to stay in touch with us, my email address is still going to be on Steep at myat.com S-T-E-E-P at myat.com Feel free to send me a line. You can always still get the show. It's going to be archived and available. We're not taking it anywhere. All 108, available at SteepingAround.com. Please do fan us on Facebook for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And definitely check out our website, www.mayatea.com. There, you'll be able to like sign up for our newsletter. You'll be able to see the kind of things that we've got going on. You'll be able to keep up with us. You'll be able to see new teas, specials. I mean, that's certainly going to keep rolling. And I think I'm going to start doing more of putting some of the things about where I'm at and what I'm doing on our website. I think that's
1: a good idea. I think that's a great idea. It may
0: not be quite like this where it's a sit-down format, but at least you'll see I'm not just hiding behind the desk because that's not really my MO. So I think there's lots of great stuff ahead in the future.
1: And just so you know that um, Manish and I, we can be hired out for parties as well. (laughs) 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 Totally kidding
0: no i think we're pretty funny (laughs) i would love to you know what i if if somebody came with an opportunity to do something here locally like you know to talk about local food because you and i share that foodie perspective we know a lot about food thanks to the farmers markets and the various restaurants here due to our experience i would definitely definitely go for that any final words miss sarah oh
1: oh she's gonna be the ever silent
3: she's gonna go out
0: silent as she started go ahead blow the horn gotta love it final words from sarah well thank you very much lisa for 20 amazing shows it's been so much fun given how long our friendship is to to be able to close the show out with you and of course thanks to all of you it's been super fun doing the show and it wouldn't be the same if we didn't have a great audience who did send in questions and did all of that stuff it's been a wonderful wonderful experience and remember we may show up again but regardless of where we head here just keep on steeping around. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
3: Come on, Sarah. Cheers. Cheers. There There you go.